0: Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Baseball. We're a little over a quarter of the way through the regular season. Um, so we're going to check in and uh, talk about some of the key storylines, as we do on this podcast. Um, not actually planned this one at all. So I, have you got anything you want to talk about, Sam, to start with?
1: I've got three teams i like to talk about. Um... They all were kind of predicted to be really good and two are trending in one direction and one is going the other direction. Do you want the good story or the bad story first? So they're all predicted to be good, do you say? Yeah, they're all meant to be good at the start of the year. I guess we can
0: play like a little game here then. Um, they're all meant to be good. Yeah. Two are trending up, one's trending down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the
0: Padres, the da- down one.
1: Yeah, I've got Padres close to panic mode.
0: Yeah, I've I've not actually. Yeah, I mean four matches the Padres recently, but just in their record, they are 21-26 twenty six,
1: three and eleven on the last fourteen. Bad, I think we could agree. And uh, twenty one twenty six, you said twenty three and twenty four Pythagorean as well. So it's just like. Okay. Whatever. Um, Fourth in the NL West, I should say as well. Yeah, and like the Dodgers um, are obviously being good because that, that's what they do, and they're already eight behind, eight games back of the yeah. Dodgers. I thought the Padres were going to top the Dodgers this year. Yeah, that's this what was we was Yeah, wasn't it?
0: Um, when they
1: spent loads of money and made some more reckless trades and stuff, that was all. They're gonna They're gonna dominate now.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the one thing I guess with them is that their, their big hitters obviously haven't got going properly. I think Soto is maybe just picking it up. I don't know. Like He started really badly, didn't he?
1: Um, yeah, although Mikado's now hurt as well.
0: Yeah, I don't really know. Like It's difficult, isn't it? Because they. As we've kind of been saying, with the deals and stuff they've done, they have gone fully all in. Um, and I just don't really know, like what 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 was going wrong for them other than that, because they're not. It's not like they're having awful seasons from those guys. And mean, wasn't great before he got hurt, but like, I mean, there's so with that top of their lineup, the c- c- core of their lineup. They should be able to afford one of them to have like an off season. And still be good.
1: Well they're twentieth in weighted rounds credit plus, despite being second in walk rate. So they're basically I mean that it's kinda of like they're not hitting the ball situation, isn't it? Like yeah, they're, not
0: they're walking like completely of
1: And they're twentieth in Team X Woba, which I mean that's just that's like flower bad. That's worse than the Royals. They're just yeah. ahead of the Nationals by that metric, and the Tigers. Um, and the, it's the rotation again. Like for yeah. the horridest thing, they bought names for the rotation, but Snell and Mosgrove are not having good years, and they don't have the guys at the top end who are having good enough years to yeah. compensate.
0: Yeah, I got, there's no one that's being truly elite. Which I mean, to be honest, I don't ever really expected that many of them to be like Cy so Young contending. Uh, But it was meant to be kind of, I guess, solid throughout that rotation. And with, well, Musgrove particularly is a surprising one. Because the last few years he has been very reliable. And the 6.5 ERA, and it is basically down to the home runs, given up. Well, he's given up six home runs in 24 innings. 10.9
1: hits per nine is pretty bad as well. Yeah,
0: is that have you seen much around that? Like, what has changed from last year with him?
1: Um, I don't think a huge, I mean, it's just it's just being worse, I guess, basically, without being too reductive. I mean, he's striking slightly fewer people out, he's walking a fair amount more. Like, as usual, I mean, his, his contact numbers don't suggest he should be quite that bad, but it still his worst, like, expected statistics since 2017
0: yeah so it's not like it's entirely bad Like, i mean yeah usually when someone's that bad they're a bit more unlucky than numbers suggest but he's not his hard hit rate is up to 40 percent
1: his curve was dominant last year and it's getting absolutely smoked this year
0: yeah i don't know some of this stuff could just be small sample way way pulls it back, but
1: because he, yeah, he's,
0: he's also twenty four innings is is kind of low at this point in the year, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because well, he he came back from um, he came back late from injury, didn't he? So he he's only he only came back at the middle of last month, but um, it's still like he's had one good start. Yeah. Five innings, three earned, three point one, seven earned, and then the five innings none earned, and then the last two starts he's given up four earned in each of them. He's had one start where he's not been he's not given up a home run. Um and he based, he's the one that has been like an elite pitcher the whole time. For, like the last two seasons. The others we know that Snell like really does come and go quite a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Snell just hasn't really been a guy that you can rely on that much for the last few years. Has he? His walk numbers are up a bit, but he's never been particularly big on the command. I mean, his walk numbers are generally quite high for a guy that's had his success. So that's not necessarily surprising. And yeah, it's... It did feel a bit like their rotation did not have that much room for, like, error, really. Because it... it, Even though they've got these names, it didn't feel like there's that much upside there, really, to be honest. You're basically the... A lot lot of them seem to be, like, post-peak. Well, they are, really. Even if they're not that old. And... It's kind of... You're hoping for, like career average numbers from the wall. Well, if you've got career average numbers from the all then, yeah, it'll be solid. Probably not spectacular. But a couple of guys mess up and it's suddenly it's not looking too great. Um, although, Mark Scrove is maybe one exception to that, where his last best years have actually been his last two years.
1: Have you been with this team? So he,
0: he was, yeah, he was probably meant to be, well, you would have hoped going into the season, he would have been, like, maybe the one or two Best starters. Um, so that's quite, uh, yeah, not good for them, really. But their ballpen has been good. There's
1: a, But even the bullpen, like, I've, I've looked at it a bit, and is their ERA is great? It depends how much you want to read in some of this stuff, but like their FIP is not great. The FIP is like middling. Their strikeout to like around middle, and they're leaving loads and loads of people on base with the bullpen. Like only I, and it's like I. Some of that is probably a good sign that they're managing to do it, and then some of it's like, that's a bullpen maybe kind of clinging on a little bit. Yeah. The the other thing I think is with
0: this, right? Well, the lineup. Going back to the lineup now with this kind of scary top of the lineup they made, and obviously like Tatis got suspended. He's he's back now, doing okay. Um. They. It's not particularly deep. Um, they feel like they've not got a lot of depth. Or, or guys on the bench, really. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they have got Matt Carbs coming off the bench now, 37 years old, who's done okay, but it's not like, it's not exactly like a, like, a super utility guy you're going to be wanting to rely on a lot. And yeah, they feel they really lack hitting depth, to be honest, for me as well. Ended up with Jake Cronenworth, who was their utility guy, now being their first baseman. Um, Which he is not. Even if they've got the power elsewhere, he's not, doesn't profile
1: great if he's going to be playing first base every day. No, no, exactly. And like, then Hassan Kim it's like, oh yeah, if he's their utility infielder, that's exciting. And as always, Satis is now an outfielder. Micardo's got this um, minor hand fracture. Um, I know what you mean. Is it, it does look a little bit like stars, and then just kind of like some guys, and maybe yeah. Nelson Cruz is finally just like old. Maybe like that's just that's actually happened now. Yeah, he, he's because he he started off well, but it was mainly
0: getting on base, wasn't it, and hitting for average. But now at this point in the season, I mean, he's played in thirty-two games, so. That's, well, most of them like missed quite a few, obviously, like probably resting and stuff. But
1: he's only got three f- um, home runs. He's also actually got a better Which OPS than he had in 124 games last year.
0: Yeah, so it, it's likely maybe that this, yeah, he is just a bit old now. And, yeah, I, as the kind of player he is, if his bat drops off like it has done, he, he's not a... Um, Like a net contributor, really.
1: No, exactly. Yeah,
0: basically you're ending up with... Well, obviously Nelson Cruz taking up most of the DH at-bats. Jake Cronenworth taking up most of the innings at first. And between them, they're they're
1: just not providing that much production. Okay, so... Where would you say, like, you stand on them at the moment? Because 21 and 26 is, like, we are edging towards that is just bad. And we yeah. could be, like, a weekend away from the Dodgers are just, like, they're not going to catch the Dodgers sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's already looking a bit like, where, where are the Dodgers? 13-19. I mean, with the way both teams are trending as well, it's, it's looking like a long shot catching the Dodgers already, really. Um, I mean, the Diamondbacks are, are like, only
1: two games off the Dodgers. So, that, question I, I get for that, you: that chance of beating them right um, now? Do you think the Padres will make the playoffs? I mean, that is a
0: tricky one, isn't it? We do have over a hundred games to go. Yeah, it is. <laughs> As we've seen with the Cardinals, which I imagine we might come on to. Stuff can change. Quickly, although the Cardinals' record is still bad because they started so so badly, but I don't I don't know the, the difficulty I see is that there's just not much there's lack of depth completely. I don't know have they got guys in the minor still
1: because they traded a lot of them last year, they, didn't they? They traded so many of them recently, and that, I I just don't feel great about it. To be honest, they,
0: yeah, I don't I don't know like where the help's coming from. But like I, I think Musgrove will like sort himself out and will end up by the by the end of the year will end up being like an above average pitcher still. Maybe similar for Snell or maybe not above average. I'm not sure he's been particularly above average for a while, so And yeah, the the thing is with with Snell like he is one of these guys, and I don't know. I assume Moscow's probably had a couple of those starts this year with that, those kind of numbers. Is he'll be like good and then just, just give you like a, a run of just terrible starts where you don't even have a chance of
1: winning. Yeah, and then it doesn't matter if you're off, yeah. you've paid a billion dollars for it.
0: But the other side of it then is that if he then goes for a run of not having terrible starts. The outlook for the team is suddenly quite a lot better because it's like they don't automatically lose one in five games. Um, but I, I, I'm not worried about the pitching, to be honest. I, I know you said there's a bit of fortune for ballpen, maybe, but it's actually more the depth in the lineup for me. Like Rugen Dodor is, is like one on of their the roster.
1: guys. Yeah. I. So the lineup depth. I mean, I guess the fact that we both are worried about different parts of their roster kind of says something, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, because I I, I still look at their pitching and like the I agree with you. There's upside there where Darvish puts a run together, and Snell. There's still like, but then I don't know how much of that is the names there that makes me feel like they could put it together.
0: Um. I mean, Darvish. Is doing okay. I, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily banking on him, like making a big step forward, particularly compared to where he's at. I mean, I guess Michael Wacker, to be honest, they've even they've probably got more than you'd expect from him so far. Well, that,
1: yeah, that's kind of what I, I mean as well. Is like he's he massively overachieved his expected numbers last year, and he's achieve, overachieving them by a fair chunk again here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. He doesn't strike many guys out, and he and his stuff is just a bit like mad. I, I I would be concerned about that rotation, as you said, like particularly if they get an injury to any of those guys. You're then into kind of who's who's starting.
0: Well, yeah. they'd, they'd end
1: up with Nick Martinez starting again, I, I'd imagine, and then... I mean, they've got Ryan
0: Weathers, who's made four starts this year and has been okay. Um, so maybe that's kind of part of the answer there. Um, but yeah, the, the thing is with them now not having prospects, like I've just checked their like top 30 prospect list as well, and there's basically not anyone... That's in the high minors, like they're, they're nearly all like high A or rookie ball. Um,
1: I do so, see them making like another all-in move here.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the thing that maybe that they they're just in this situation where that is now all they can do. But I'm not even sure they've got like, they've got that much
1: anymore. Well, they'd have to trade guys who are like upside guys and trade a few of them. The other alternative yeah. is so they trade Soto and try and get back some of the stuff they just gave away for him. If they like keep falling out of it, I mean, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. But I can't be kind of Wild that. if they did.
0: Yeah, a Jackson Merrill actually. Maybe they—he's the number fourteen prospect that they've got. It's high A. 20-year-old. So he's not helping them anytime time soon, particularly. But
1: that's a guy that maybe if they want to keep going all in... I think you're right. I think controlled. they have to. I think they've got to think about doing that. Because, like, and sooner than later, they're already... Like we said, they're quite a way back. And, I mean, it's nothing really at this stage. But they are, like... They are already behind teams in the wild card race. Like, I, teams have got the flipped record of them.
0: I think the problem is, though, it's more... I'm not sure even, like... I guess maybe you do just keep going all in. You just go for the firepower to try and overcome the rest of the shortcomings of the roster. But the issues are not with having, like, guys, is it? They've got the guys. It's about, like, the kind of other small moves that you do around, around that aren't even... The other teams are, like, guys that you'd pick up, like, not for anything. You'd pick up off waivers or you get on a minor league deal in the off-season and it'll come up.
1: Yeah, they've just not done those. There
0: they seems to just be none of that at all. Like, instead, they've got Matt Carpenter and Rugen Dador um, like, as their main frets off the bench, it seems. And I mean, Matt Carpenter, is not surely not think he plays the field anymore, does he surely? Like, maybe he does a bit uh, no last five games he's played DH um, so yeah they, they've kind of it's kind of the opposite of a lot of these well like the Dodgers for example where you just have lots of guys that like play lots of positions just coming up out of nowhere all the time and he's like oh oh well so whoever's bats gets after a bad start or something or Betts gets injured There's someone there that can like fill in. They've just not got any of that. It feels like they've absolutely no flexibility as well because they've like tied into all these.
1: Well, they made themselves be flexible because they'd given a 13-year contract or whatever it was to a guy who got suspended who played shortstop, and then they went and signed another shortstop.
0: Was that was that 10 years or was that 13 years as well? It was um, it was too too long a deal. It was 11 years. I know
1: that's Manny Machado's 11 years. Uh, Zanibograts. for so eleven years. The thing is, here is like, it's not like that this, this team's going to drop off a cliff. But part of the reason I think they should do, make a move sooner than later is, you can fall out of the wildcard card race like by the, the trade deadline if you don't do anything before then. They're like four back. They're they're five games under five hundred, and there's teams at the top of that wildcard card race who are that number of games above five hundred, um, and like. You don't want to mess around with any of these years. You've got these guys on contracts that are going to stink eventually. And Bogarts yeah. and McCardo are both 30 already. They signed Darvish and like into his 40s, didn't they, in the offseason as well. It's kind of like you're going to need to... If you can do anything, even if that's just trading a few of these wildcard prospects, and do that to get you some depth some teams that maybe already look, like get someone on their team that's starting for them but that can be like a utility guy for you. Yeah,
0: Get like, or get like, well, if they're doing the whole spending loads of money thing, this is where you get the guys that are getting into arbitration off the smaller market teams. Yeah. Are, like, struggling. Get these like young guys that can play a few positions and they're like, you know, are, are just Decent players get a couple of those for some of your prospects that are way off. Um, yeah, I agree okay. with you. Let's um, let's move on because we've spent about half the podcast talking about the bad rest
1: All right, should uh, we should we go to the St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah, as we ten were and mentioned. four run to get them up to the almighty record of twenty one yeah. and twenty eight. Yeah, so they, they've they still got a worse record than the Padres who are twenty one twenty six. But <laughs> waiting up. But their Pythagorean record is actually quite a lot better. They're twenty six and twenty three Pythagorean, because their offense for the season now is fourth in X Woba, third in weighted runs created plus, top ten in strikeout rate and top five in walk rate. And um Nolan Arenado, who was like a high A player playing in the majors for the first month of the season, has a nine nine three OPS this month. Yeah. Um, he he didn't he have
0: five, hit a home run five days in a row.
1: Yeah, he basically had that slow start and then just has already undone how bad that yeah. slow start was.
0: Yeah, i pretty pretty good for my fantasy team that, because that was looking very bad. With him as one of
1: my like Key hitters in my lineup. Yeah, and he's um, gone absolutely berserk. I mean, they've got another a lot of other good hitters, clearly, but like that offense is legit.
0: Yeah, their their offense is now. I mean, Paul DeYoung as well. Yeah, he's got a nine nine two OPS. I mean, the early part of the season when they were struggling, he was. He was injured. Might have been injured, but he basically wasn't playing anyway. Uh, and then he came back. I know he's got eight home runs. In eighty three at bats.
1: He had um twenty four yeah. games he's played. Eight home runs. Yeah, that's that's, that's gonna, gonna get that's it done. Place. That is gonna get it done.
0: Yeah, I'm I also picked him on my fancy team when he came back, so
1: Yeah, that was probably quite a good shout. Um
0: Although I'm still about I'm still eight for our league, so it's not
1: yeah, I'm not doing great it either. It's all gone Pete Tong on my pitching.
0: Um, but yeah, you had the, had the Wilson Contreras saga as well, which was, well, I mean, that was like the peak of it all going wrong, but also seemed to be, it turned around like straight after that. They
1: addressed it, and then it just like everything was fine. And they won all their games for a while. Yeah. Um, they're really interesting, though, because while we just said with the Padres, like both of us kind of think they're different, we're both looking at certain parts of them and being concerned by it. The Cardinals, there's not really any debate of what the problem is. Um, they're top ten in reliever ERA, top five in reliever FIP, um, and like I said, their offense is absolutely like dominant. Their rotation yeah. just completely sucks. Um, I, I think,
0: which is well part of the Contreras stuff. You have to think about the, like the impact of the capture. On this. Because it is such a stark difference. We, you had Yadi and Molina, nine time gold lock winner. Like, all these guys were good. I mean, mostly they were pretty good last year and before. I mean, like Jack Flaherty, spent his, his whole career up to this year throwing to Yadier and Molina and was just really good. Pretty much, pretty consistently. Same for some of these other guys. Like, Moles Michalas for this year, generally, I mean, well, since he came back from Korea, was it he went to? Yeah. Went back to the Cardinals, he's generally just been pretty good. And not as a big strikeout guy. Um, but, you know, managed to get good results. And now, and this year, he's just he's just not been. Really, I mean, although I think he's had a few better starts. So. drunk. his numbers were a lot worse than that.
1: I agree with you about, like, there's a big jump from, like, one of the all-time great defensive catchers to a guy that's, like, is a catcher because that's where his bat's most valuable, sort of a Contreras. The other side of it is their rotation looked like it was going to be a weakness anyway. And as you said, like, I think that's definitely a a factor in it. And, like, Nicholas is, just double-checking his age, he's nearly 35. And then it's like, well, Stephen Matz hasn't been great, which isn't a massive surprise. And Flaherty has been worse than you expect. Um Jordan Montgomery being like a mid four guy is not like massively surprising. My concern for them is I I looked at kind of like their, their underlying numbers and their contact metrics for each of their starters. And this is just like how they've all been. All right. There's like really like nothing there that's like they're gonna be better than this. Which is kind of, um, well, alarming and also well, makes
0: in, it... Yeah, they've been, giving up. they've been giving up as hard contact as the results
1: suggest. Yeah, and they're, it's not like they're striking guys out or... It's, it's, there's not anything basically for any of these pictures that goes, oh yeah, so there's something that they're at least doing well at this area. They're just like, I don't know, they're getting screwed by the ground balls or anything. There's not that sort of thing really which makes this run even more remarkable, is that they like had a period where they sucked. And that they've kind of got back on track by like jumping the other side of it and their offence just going nuts. But, yeah. they, they're also primed to be like, imagine if they went and like made a trade for two starters that would just be a bit better than some of the guys they've got now.
0: Yeah, and very clearly as well, they've got, whereas the Padres seem to not have much depth they've got this problem though, where they've got too much depth, really. As, yeah. from before the season it was obvious. I mean, to be honest, some of the roster decisions have been odd. Like, like promoting Walker at the start of the year didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, he would, so, I mean, they moved him up straight double A. He hadn't played in triple A before. That, which is, okay, like some top prospects do that and it works out. Um, but in their situation, they already had too many outfielders that were, like, good enough to start. And it was like, why, why then bring up a prospect who then has to start, even if he's going to struggle?
1: And he didn't struggle that much, when they sent him down.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't
1: great, was he? I don't think he had much power. 99 OPS plus. Yeah, he only had five extra base hits, always 20.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot of it, though, as well. So
1: that combined with he was absolutely awful defensively. And he, he didn't walk much. But it's like, that's also the sort of thing, like you said, if you send up a top prospect, they're the kind of things that you give them more than, like... Yeah. He got a, less a, than 80 play appearances.
0: A top prospect, well, like, the level of prospect he is. is was he number three overall prospect? Oh, he's, he's, prospect he's, he's ever like, ever an ever. absolutely, like,
1: stud-level yeah. guy.
0: A guy like that, when you bring him up, and then he does not terribly... Like he did at the plate. Um, generally, that'll be enough for him to stay. Um, but yeah, obviously, it didn't. It didn't make any sense for him to stay. Like, it didn't really make any sense for him to come up to start with because <laughs> they've just got too many outfielders. So they need Wait. to trade one at least. Um, and yeah, it, it just makes sense. You just if they can somehow do a straight trade for another team that's like in, you know, look to contend, maybe, like, it's around 500 or something, that have, like, an extra starter.
1: Um, you do a straight swap for an outfit for a starter. Or if the White Sox, like, tank this year, they try and get a Lucas Giolito or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have already tanked this year, haven't like, they, really? Yeah, I mean, if they deliberately start to tank this year rather than whatever the hell's been going yeah. on so far. But, um, yeah, because they're... I mean, basically, with the rotation performing like that, they're not. This run is obviously not going to sustain, is the rotation is just not good enough for them to be like a playoff team. I'm, yeah, may, well, maybe if their offense is that good, they sneak for, into a wildcard. I don't for know? them, for them to be a playoff team
0: as well, they have to. I mean, they have to be like, an like a great team to get into the playoffs because how bad the start was.
1: Yeah, they have if. Yeah, from where they started, like minus ten games from the wild card spots or something.
0: Yeah, but yeah they basically have to play like they have to be a six hundred team. They can't like
1: better, maybe. Yeah, and winning three out of five games is hard with the rotation like that. Like really yeah. hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. They they
0: they should be doing a trade soon, sooner or later as well.
1: Um. There's a team in like the other direction from that who have got hot who are also expected to be good. So the Astros are now eleven and one over the last twelve. Twenty-nine and eighteen Pythagorean seems good. Second in bullpen ERA. And as we've said repeatedly whenever we talked about them, they're just like their pitches are just always insane. Um, they're fourth in like expected weight on base conceded. Their rotation, it just it doesn't seem to matter who actually pitches in their rotation. Yeah. The results seem to be almost the same. It's just loads of things in the twos and threes. That's just what happens. Um but they're like on the other side of it, their offense is like well, their offense is better than the Cardinals' rotation is, but not by a huge amount. Like the middle of the pack, and they gave Jose Abreu that contract where he seems to have just Fallen off the cliff, yeah. Uh, Career low hard hit rate, all this stuff. Lots of like just pretty ugly numbers for guys. So
0: it's like, yeah, that could just be, could just be it. Um, but with their offense, it does feel definitely like that. Well, too many guys underperforming for it to continue like that.
1: Really. Plus. The biggest part is Jose Altuve has had thirteen plate appearances so far. He's just come back. Yeah,
0: but I, I mean, I guess he was he like last year was he? He wasn't. I mean, he was actually really good last year, wasn't he? But
1: yeah, his fifth in MVP voting. I forgot about that. And Tucker, I mean, even Tucker being at eight nineteen is like you could expect he may well be better than that. Um, yeah bregman's gonna be better than a six ninety eight isn't he
0: yeah and and I mean Pena
1: was like good yeah well it was he was a little better than he has been but like you, yeah you could he's probably going to be better than like at least the league average kind of hitter you'd expect you just look at their lineup and think that's like you say whereas you look at some teams and it's very unlikely they're all going to have 900 ops.
0: Yeah, it does feel a bit like the Maybe the depth isn't there though. Again, and they have the bench depth, I guess, but the, um, the bottom, end, bottom end of the lineup um, potentially does drop off a little bit.
1: Whereas where the Abreu contract, because he's meant to be like, I guess, Jesus, they gave—I forgot—they gave him three years as well. Oh no, that could be bad. Um, is where that contract's like. Well, he's meant to be the extra guy around their core yeah. star hitters. And if you're paying a like middle middle of his thirties first base specialist that amount of money to be like worse than just a normal nine hitter, you've got a problem, have not you? Like it really is a huge hole. Yeah, definitely.
0: Because um, I mean, at least the other guys they've got around them. Like Dubon. And um like Jake Myers, I think is at least like a decent defender. And guys that are at least useful in other ways. Like that, that's kind of you at least need that, don't you, around the rest of the roster. Abreu is at the moment just
1: Just a waste of space. Just old. Yeah. We're still just about in the point where you could be like Maybe it's just a slow start, getting back into the season. He's 36. But as you said, also when he's 36, is, um, the thing is, he's 36. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a slow start,
1: though. And then there's, I mean, he has zero home runs. He's also, I mean, his underlying metrics, all of his stat car stuff is, like, horrendous. His maximum exit velocity is in the 80th percentile, which sounds, oh, at least they've got that. But even that's way below his max exit velocity for like most of his career. Apart from last year where it dropped a little bit. And I know that's like one contact thing. But if he just can't hit the ball as hard as he could hit it before for a, a slugging first yeah. baseman.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's it seems
1: like it's worse than a slow start at the moment. His, yeah, and... yeah, he's been like generally his high point for strikeouts has been like low twenties percent, and actually a lot of the times he'd been in the teens. And he's twenty four percent. It's like not a huge gap. But last year, sixteen point two percent strikeout rate, nineteen point one walk rate, and this year it's twenty four percent strikeout, seven point three walk rate.
0: Yeah, it, but just just worse in all of the stats.
1: Basically yeah I could have just said that to be honest that would have been <laughs> to the point it's just worse literally across the board Yeah
0: um, but I mean the rest of the lineup of have managed to figure it out and well they're going to be good aren't they at least the he- they're not going to let the Rangers run away with it like it was beginning to look potentially a bit like
1: They just yeah. keep coming back don't they? They might not be quite as good as other years, but we've thought this before. And, um, yeah, they're now somehow only a game behind the Rangers. Yeah, it's all about the rotation.
0: Isn't it? Yeah. With, with them, it's like the, like the opposite of what we were saying about the Cardinals. It's just they're always going to have a chance to win games, even if the lineup is not doing great. Like... You don't. You don't need a deep lineup if you're always in the game.
1: Yeah, and no, philosophically, need, like... I feel better about teams like that. Yeah, I feel. I think like I feel just better about you've got a chance all the time, which their their pitching stuff is so good, and they just roll various different people out there. I think I feel better about the chance of that team, like over a hundred games, hundred plus games, like we've got now, that they win, like. Sixty-five or
0: seventy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, we've seen it before. When some years with the Giants, I think, where they've had a solid rotation, and it's just the offense is like, meh, like not great. But if they just get hot for a few weeks, you win every single game. Yeah. Yeah. Because the starters never give up more than two runs.
1: Yeah, whereas we spoke about with both the other teams today is like, there's always the downside that just like every series you lose a game and there's nothing you can do about it. Star yeah. gives up five in four innings. Is that like, okay? Yeah, I mean you can you,
0: win those sometimes.
1: You can, but like how how often do you actually win them? Like, yeah, if if you go behind that, that significantly early on, it's quite rare, isn't it? Unless you happen to do it to their start a yeah. bit as well. Um. Yeah, so. I think since we last recorded, there's been quite a lot that's like switched around. Most teams have sort of plodded along around where they are, but just thought those three are interesting because I think most predictions probably had all three of them winning the division, their divisions this year, and two of them are in fourth. But one of the ones that's in fourth is actually trending in the wrong
0: direction. Yeah, a lot of people think the Cardinals are going to win. Well, not a lot of people, but. I've heard it mentioned they're still going to win the central now, but I'm not too sure about that because this hot streak can't last forever, and there's still a way
1: back, really.
0: Well, four back now, actually, I think.
1: And the um, the rotation. I mean, I just is if the rotation could improve, and they've got a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: just before we um, wrap up. Just um, give a quick mention to the Orioles, I think. Um, I mean, we probably talked about them last time, but that, I think they're going to be one of the biggest stories this
1: season, aren't they? I'd just are. like to mention again, that their win total before the season was like 77.5, I think. Yeah, and they're almost halfway there. They, they've got a 58.2% chance to make the postseason, according to baseball reference. Yeah, I don't know how it's that low. To be yeah, honest. that does. It almost seems harsh that it's only that. Um, yeah, but like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's just all going right for them, isn't it? Everything's going
1: right now. Um, yeah, so I mean, I th- they seem like very likely to make the playoffs. Is only that their division seems yeah. strong, but the wild card changes means it doesn't really matter. have we got time to fit in a quick question sure based on what we spoke about out of the Cardinals and Padres how many of them make the playoffs
0: between the Cardinals and Padres
1: yeah as in 0-1 or 2 I'll
0: go for 1
1: I don't know which okay That's probably the safest answer. I'm actually kind of tempted to go with zero, because I think the NL Central's win totals are going to be low.
0: Yeah, so they'll have to win the division.
1: Yeah, and as we just said, I don't love their chance of winning the division. Yeah, I mean, as it stands currently, I think the
0: Pirates are just about in the third wildcard spot. No, they're second, but only
1: just above the third. And the teams behind them are kind of... they're trending. They're trending the wrong way. Yeah, the Mets have actually got going a little bit. I mean, the Giants are only two games back on the um, the Pirates now. Yeah, I kind of forget just how congested the National League is. Basically, there's two good teams. And then just, like, loads of other... Well, the Diamondbacks are a fair way off 500 still. But, like, it's really Mm -hmm. close together. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's, uh that'll do. I think let's let's leave it. Let's wrap yeah. it up.
1: Let's let's call it that. We've completed baseball there.
0: Um, yeah, for now. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely be back. Uh, potentially we'll do some all-star stuff at some point. We might be getting another one in before then. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. It's not that far it's... off now, is it? All-star even.
0: Yeah, or at least till the voting starts. So, what well, I look forward to. All right. Bye then. See ya.